Lou, I'm Vada. And I'm Roxy. And you've been listening to VCR. Not that you have been, you are listening to VCR. You should be listening to VCR. <laughs> and maybe you should have been listening to VCR. So. But welcome. Welcome. Oh, welcome anyway. <laughs> Hello, Roxy. How are you? I am pretty all right. You're pretty all right? Yes, mm-hmm. I know. You're having an all right day. I'm having an all right day. A pretty good day. Good news is rolling in for me, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. So. And then here I come fucking with you all day. Yes. Again. Someone can't even send me a text back. It's like worse than being in a relationship. Like it takes you 10 seconds to text. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even tell me that we'll be on to record by 6 p.m. <laughs> In my brain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it did. I'm sure. Oh, God. So, you know, it, it's been interesting. So we've had a lot of uh, interesting things happening with us today. But today we are going to jump into something that me and Roxy uh, have discovered and we really enjoyed it and i know i loved it i think roxy loved it too did you love it i absolutely did and it's not me we're not talking about me but uh no no. uh so what we're talking about is netflix series the fall of the house of usher so yes uh there was that uh the fall of the house of usher which is a pretty fascinating series on netflix as i've already said but the reason it's so fascinating is it, it's based, loosely based, on the writings of Edgar Allan Poe. Because mm-hmm. there is a, uh, a story called The House of Usher that Edgar Allan Poe wrote. And uh, this is The Fall of the House of Usher. The, the story of The House of Usher is also labeled The Fall of the House of Usher. But in a, in a different way. Uh, this one is very interesting because uh, when the bodies start to drop, it's all done through certain Edgar Allan Poe stories. Mm-hmm. So, you know, The Pit and the Pendulum, you have The Mask of the Red Death, you have The Tall Tale Heart. So all of them are just in there. You know, they're all hitting the floor with these particular horrible ways of dying related yeah. stories. It was very well done, super clever. Uh, an amazing cast too, I have to say. Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't, and they were just spectacular. I mean, I loved it. I don't know about you. Roxy, what are your thoughts and feelings about the fall of the house of... I really liked it a lot. I really liked it a lot. Um, I only really recognized um, the dad. Yes, because he's done a lot. Yeah, Yeah, I recognized him and then the, um, the devil, I guess she is. Oh, no. Okay. So I actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I had to kind of research what and I was. Like, was. Well, I'm trying to figure out what, what she, she's just like a, I don't know. No, I, don't know. I, I researched it. So I will, I'll tell you in a, in a little bit, but her name I think was Vera in the, in the yes, episode. So, so it's very interesting really what and who she is. But it's not the devil. It kind of leads you to think that maybe she's the devil, but she's not. And then she was always talking about Greek and Egyptians, mm-hmm, and their mm-hmm. rituals. So you kind of wonder if she was part of that uh, deity type of list, and she isn't. So it's really interesting what what I discovered what she is. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll jump into that. But this is a really great series. Um, 
the cast is amazing. It is well acted, well directed. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with it. Like episode one, I was hooked. And then by uh, yeah. Mask of the Red Death, where they died in that warehouse uh, nightclub thing. I'll yeah. Like, yes, baby. That oh, was God. insane. That was wicked insane. There's some great gore in this. Like if you're a really gore is. fan, there's some great gore in this. And you kind of have to really be with it because this isn't like, you know, if you listen to our Thanksgiving episode, that was more of a comedic gore in that movie where very much. Yeah, <laughs> very it, much. it was sausages for intestines. Oh my god. Just funny stuff like that. This is like they're no, they're actually trying to go to replicate like actual, like, hey, we've pulled your heart out. This is what it looks like if we've stuffed all this stuff in it. Uh it was really well done. Really well done. Mm-hmm. Um There's so many jumping into points, but let's jump into a little bit of it. So let's deal with plot. So the fall of the House of Usher is literally about the fall of the House of Usher. You have these two kids who have grown up in this really funky type of environment. Um, They're bastardized by their father. Uh, Their mom passed away at a young age. She refused to go see uh, doctors and anything like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, so she passed away. They tried to bury her in the yard. Apparently, she was still alive, and she busted. Well, was she still alive? Because I feel like she kind of came back from the dead. It does she... give you that impression, but apparently, they had explained it in a later episode where it, there's this like disease that kind of like makes you seem like you're dead, but you're not. Oh. That's what happened to her. So when she jumped out and she was all kinds of angry, that's what it was. And then, of course, she goes over and kills the guy who is <laughs> a bastard father. And then she uh, dies then at that point, then right? Then she dies at that. See, that's why I thought that she came back like she came back just to kill him and then she died with him that's what was my and it's entirely possible because now we have to enter the uh the weird deity that you're going to see in here the mythical person vera now vera is this entity who is making a deal with the ushers so you have to the brother and the sister their last name is usher right so mm-hmm. usher, usher. And what happens there is that she makes a deal with them, and you find this out in later episodes, but she makes a deal with them that they can have anything they want, they can never be touched by police, they can get away with whatever they want, but the deal is that when they die, their entire bloodline ends with them. Now, they made this deal when they were really young. They weren't married. They didn't have kids, nothing like that. So they ended up agreeing to the deal, partly thinking probably this is some type of joke, but also like if it could happen, why not? And um, one of them makes the joke of, oh, so what do we got to do to sell our souls? And she makes the joke of there is no such thing as a soul type of thing. So it kind of makes you wonder who and what she is, because clearly she's this entity that as the series goes on, you learn that she's been there throughout all of time. And Mm -hmm. she's been there like next to all these really powerful people, the Roosevelt's, the Kennedy's, uh, all these other people who have created these mega industries type of thing. And she's in all these photos. So her name is Vera. 
as I've mentioned quite a few times, because if, <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't clicked on it yet, our audience, this is why that's important. Vera, if you spell it in a certain way, uh, it also can spell Raven. So she is the Raven. Mm. Uh, so she is that growl and pose the Raven. Now, the reason that she has these weird powers. That never dawned on me. Yeah. All the times that that bird kept coming on. This, I was like, I mean, every time I saw the Raven, I, I knew her. Yeah. that, but I didn't put two and two together that it was her. Yeah, she is the Raven. So Vera, spell the name differently. It's Raven. It's an acronym. So, um she is death because you kind of have to look into it now she's not like a god she is kind of like a deity um she's not well no she's not even a deity so what the raven is supposed to represent in various cultures is this is an animal that will take your soul into the next world mm -hmm. all right so that's basically what it is she brings death you know, she carries her soul somewhere else. Now, they downplay the soul thing. They do some creative licenses. And basically, she's just... The interesting thing about her character is, like, if you're a deity or something like you normally don't care what's going to happen to people. You're not really invested in it. You know, right. it's like you know what's going to happen to them. What she does is she kind of cares about people in a really weird way so she makes them this deal they become huge in the pharmaceutical industry and the truth is their drugs end up killing millions mm -hmm. all right now the reason you know she's not a deity is because she's having this this talk with mr usher usher and what happens is that she starts mentioning his body count is way higher than her own body count. Yeah. And she says, it's in the millions and I've lost count. And I was like, okay, one of the things that it points out, if you're a deity, you know the number no matter what. You know, right. if you're some type of god, you know the number. She doesn't know the numbers. <laughs> So that's that's the thing. And she also you get that impression, too, when she has to I'm going to do a few spoilers because the bloodline has to die. She kill she takes the life of the sweetest one there, which is the granddaughter. And then but she explains what her death does to the world mm -hmm. as it which is like. I'm going to take your life, but your mom's going to set up this establishment in your name lenore because she's named after lenore in the raven poem so mm -hmm. uh, and then it's going to be for abuse victims because of the abuse that the mom went through and they're at first it's going to save hundreds of lives then thousands then millions and mm -hmm. then i don't know the numbers after that so she tells you in in many ways she's not a deity but she does love to fuck around <laughs> with right. people. So that's the thing. She puts these things into play and she kind of, she gives people what they want, but in a way she also punishes them too because mm -hmm. of all the things that they've done. So it, it's, it's weird. Don't put too much, like, I want to know what she is into it because it's a creative license. And clearly mm -hmm. they didn't 
think about everything that she is. So that's Vera. And she's a very important character in this because she's the Raven and she's there throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, one of the best characters, Arthur Prim, who is played by the legendary Mark Hamill. If you don't know Mark Hamill, you need to just like go crawl under a rock or something. Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. But he, Mark Hamill also has an amazing career as a voice actor. He was the voice of Spider-Man in the Amazing Spider-Man cartoons. He's the voice of the Joker in the Batman animated series. Uh, he's the voice of Chucky, actually, in the reviving of the Chucky franchise. So, And he's the voice of Skeletor in the reviving of the He-Man episodes that were on Netflix. Um, so powerhouse of a name he plays this great great character who cleans up the usher's mess so like mm -hmm. when there's bodies involved when he has to go kill people he's the guy who does all that who also he's a lawyer too um mm -hmm. and it's really fascinating his character is kind of really interesting because vera becomes interested in him too and tries to make him an offer Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you remember that I do. Um, she tries to make him an offer like i'll make all this go away you'll never see prison you'll never go through any of this blah 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 and he says no he says i would rather go ahead and go through what i have to go through because in all my life no one has ever had leverage on me except for one person and so i just rather not and then he ends up getting taken down mm -hmm. and going to big prison. Time. Yeah, big time. And it was it was great. It was such a good episode. But I mean, do you have a favorite episode out of all of this? Oh, I think mine was Telltale Heart. Oh my god, that was, that was so good. Man, that ending had me. I was like, yeah. what? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, mm -hmm. I loved it. I, I think that one was my favorite. And I watched that one. I that one is my favorite because I've watched it several times. Mm. See, so everything. Everything, again, has a creative license. They're just following the stories as to how they die. Um, so what ends up happening is um, Mr. Usher there has all these bastard children. No, <laughs> it's never <laughs> enough. I mean, really, who else is promoting Usher's career other than us right now? <laughs> he I stand needs, by my statement. <laughs> he needs this. <laughs> So Tall Tale Heart is basically, it is the story of the Tall Tale Heart, but what it is is um, Mr. Usher has like a lot of bastard children. I mean, a lot of them. A lot. And so they're all part of his bloodline, which is a problem. Um, and what ends up happening is that his daughter has, is, um, and this is kind of not calling anything out. It's just part of the story. She's married to another woman. All right. And they're both doctors and they're both research doctors trying to look on this work on this new cure. But they're doing some unethical stuff in the research. Mm -hmm. And then the other wife gets really upset because, uh, you know, the bloodline, Mrs. Usher, ends up, you know, forging her name and promising all this other stuff in order to perform surgery on this other woman. So she's going to leave her and she's walking out the door and. That's kind of what happens there. It stops there until later on it picks up as to what happens after she walks out the door. So she's walking out the door, though, you know, 
the daughter gets very mad, picks up this like marble, what was it? Like statue? Throws it at her, makes a successful throw, hits her in the head. She falls back, lives for a minute, and then dies. And so because she loves her so much and she realizes this is a mistake, she's trying to keep her alive. So later on, you discover the dad comes over to visit because he's having all this horrible visions and time and, you know, things aren't going well for him. And um, he's like, what is that smell? What was that? And he goes into the next room and it's the wife and her chest is open and she has this artificial heart beating for her but she's dead it's Mm -hmm. just the heart is running on its own the mechanism's running on its own but this is the sound that the daughter slash wife hears wherever she's at she's always hearing the sound of the hideous heart (laughs) which is you know the Mm -hmm. Edgar Allan Poe story and it was amazing when he opened that door I was not expecting that I was like oh shit I just thought that you were going to hear a heart or like see the mechanism going off but no it's like the body open and the heart's being pumped by this thing but she's dead and I was like oh my god that was so yeah you I think I was on the phone with you when I when it came on, I think we were just. I think so we too. Record a show or something early, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, hold on, it's getting good. Then I was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, oh, I know which one you're watching. I know exactly which one you are watching. That one was so good, and then the other one oh, that my great. personal favorite was the one that pops out right out the shoot the the mask of the Red Death. Oh, that was so. That one was really good. Mm-hmm. When he's telling the story of Prospero Usher, oh my God, mm-hmm. that was like, wow. The one with the cat was like messed up. <laughs> yes. I forget which story that was uh, for Edgar Allan Poe, but that was a good one. Mm-hmm. But the Prospero, the Prospero one was really good. It's the first one of his sons that died, but mm-hmm. it's based on the story of the Mask of the Red Death. And if you ever right. have read that story... It's about the plague. The original story is that um, Prospero is this prince and he figured, you know, to hell with everyone else. I'm just going to have this massive party in my castle for my personal friends. And we're just going to have and it was an orgy. You know, we're going to drink. We're going to fuck. We're going to do all this stuff. And we're just going to stay here until the disease passes. Right. But there's one guest who shows up that they can't figure out who this person is. And it's uh, this person who's dressed in red and they have a red mask. Now, in the story, it's the plague. So everyone starts dying because the red death is there, the plague. Mm -hmm. And it starts killing everybody, uh, including him. And they all die this horrible death, right? But in the story story, Prospero is a very spoiled little rich boy who clearly uh, has a sex and drug problem. (laughs) And he throws this massive party at an abandoned warehouse that his family used to own. And uh, they need water. So they foolishly tapped into some type of thing that they thought was a water tank, but it wasn't. It was this extremely corrosive liquid almost like acid but way more powerful than acid it was some type of acid yeah so but it was a really super powerful corrosive and so what happens is 
the orgy is supposed to start when the water sprinklers go off. That was the way he planned it. So then he plans it. The sprinklers go off. It all comes crashing down. They all melt. Like all the they like all one flesh starts melt. melting. It was yeah, like, it was and so the, yeah, they all melted into a massive pile. I was like, oh my god, and it was disgusting it and was disgusting. couldn't look away. And then what was really messed up is his sister in law was there because he wanted to to get revenge on his brother because he was mad at his brother. So he talked his sister in law into coming. And sadly, she lived. And she, she was just oh god, yes. oh my god. I couldn't believe she lived. Mm-hmm. I she survived. I was like, what the hell? But you know, the thing is, she she was clearly meant to survive because there was a reason for her to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Raven kind of had it planned out. And then the way that she kills the uh the brother who was torturing the sister-in-law, oh my god, it was just so good. So mm-hmm. damn good. I absolutely loved it. It is a must-see for me. I don't know about you, Roxy. This is a must-see. Oh, yeah. Definite must-see. Like, you have to watch this. If it, if we haven't spoiled it for you yet, even if we did, watch it anyway. It's still really Yeah, good. we haven't told you how the series ends. We're not going to spoil that. So definitely go check that out. But there's just a little bit of something that is just absolutely amazing and terrific that you need to check out. It was really good. I tried to, like, it's so good, you're going to want to binge it. Like in one yes, day. Yes, you, you really could. are. You, you, you probably could binge it in one day. I, I, I binged it. I, I totally binged it. And I watched it like within a period of two days. I just... I, yeah. I think I watched it over a weekend. Yeah, I was like, I have to watch this. This is just... It was too good. So yeah, once I started, good. I was like, no, what, what, what's next? What's next? Yeah, I mean, it was just... I, I, I don't know how to explain it. It was just so well done. It, it is really probably was. one of the best series that i have ever seen in a long time mm-hmm. and i i absolutely loved it and it is definitely a like it scared me a couple of times which yes is so, like that's kind of hard to do it gives you a great appreciation for what a horror writer poe was because this yes. is all based off of his stuff and mm-hmm. a lot of it is like that's scary not because someone came up with this it's scary because Edgar Allan Poe wrote this. Mm-hmm. And what kind of cocaine were you on, man? <laughs> For real. He was on you the know, it was so good. <laughs> um, it, it was just really, really good. I mean, it was it, it blew my mind. It just it really, really was. Really it, yeah. Mind. And I, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. I can't stop gushing over it and saying anything else other than I absolutely loved it. Because it was it so good. before they take it off. I'm I might do that too because it, it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Roxy, let me do what I do and share screen with you. So you can see our super exciting cast, and maybe we'll even play a trailer. Trailer, trailer. Because I can't say Usher, Usher no more. No. No more. Uh, so uh, let me do this for Roxy so I can see her during this fun, fun time. Um, but because I, I love watching Roxy's reaction when I do these things. So what we have here is our cast for the fall of the house of usher bruce greenwood is roderick usher so he's the main guy 
he's done a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows. Yeah, he so, has. You know, he plays a really good bad guy. And of course, this is Mr. Mark Hamill, Mr. Luke Skywalker, who plays Arthur Prim. Uh, Carla Gungio. I assume that's how you sure. say her name. Yeah. Sure. Is that it, Roxy? You're better at this one than I am. I can't see it. Gungio. G-U-G-I-N-O. A very you, Italian name. You know? Gugino, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is Vera mm-hmm. the Raven, and she does an amazing job. She really does. Uh, Mary McDonald uh, plays Madeline Usher, who is the other key person that you need to know mm-hmm. in this, who is the sister of Roderick. So when they make the agreement with Vera, it's these two who agree to the bloodline coming to an end. So all their kids grandkids everyone has to die because Mm -hmm. that's the agreement so uh the raven kills them in the most horrible ways (laughs) crazy ways yeah like okay so this one katie uh katie siegel here uh she is the one with the platinum hair who had the dealt with communications oh yeah she was always like Right there, picking up the story, twisting it, yes. making it work in their favor. Oh, yeah, she was good. Yes, and she's the one who died. I will tell you how she died. Like, a chimpanzee tore her up. Mm-hmm. Like, she went into one of the labs that her sister, uh, her sister here, and she went into the labs because this is a sister who does the tall tale heart thing, and also who is going to create this cure, but they're doing it unethically. So she went into the lab. Chimpanzee was released by the Raven. Totally annihilated her. (laughs) Crazy. So you have some really... Two pieces. Yes. Now that I don't believe was an Edgar Allan Poe story at all, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) But really, really good. It was a great, great, wonderful... um, show check it out all these wonderful cast members here but these are your two main characters bruce greenwood which is roger crusher and mary mcdonald who is madeline usher and your raven is uh carla yeah okay her (laughs) whose name i whose italian name i cannot pronounce forgive me she is beautiful but i can't do it anyway but for funsies shall we play a trailer for our sure yes so we will do the minute 24 second one or yeah, let's do the minute 20. Well, no, let's do the minute 14. Shall we? Shall we? Let's shall. Though death has reared himself a throne in a strange city lying alone where the good and the bad and the worst and the best have gone to their eternal rest. stirs in the air there is a movement there the hours are breathing faint and low hell rising from a thousand thrones shall do it
Yeah, so that okay. is Fall, the House of Usher. Usher, Usher. So, <laughs> so yes, uh, Netflix, totally wonderful. Netflix sponsor us because you don't, and we mention you a lot. <laughs> and Brutus <laughs> is just all excited about the House of Usher, too. As you can see, he's just uh, really wanting to get back on the camera here. Like I want to, <laughs> want to watch. Do I see? Right. Uh, so I loved it, and that's all I can continue to say is I loved it, and I know Roxy loved it. Um, Absolutely have... loved it. Highly recommend it. We'll watch it again. <laughs> yes. Do you have a particularly favorite actor in there? Um. Yeah, Vera. She was great. Vera, she was her favorite. Okay. Yes. I liked uh, Mr. Greenwood there, who played Rodri, who played Mr. Usher. Uh, he was really good. Very uh, good at being the jerk, and then the fall and realizing everything's crumbling. So I, I really loved that. Her granddaughter also. I really liked her a lot. Oh yes. She was such like she was the only good one out of the family. Mm -hmm. Like she had such a good head on her shoulders. I, I was I loved her. Yes, the granddaughter was really great too. Um I and she stood up to her dad. Like that was amazing. I haven't seen her do a whole lot of stuff other than I have seen her in a uh a commercial, but I've mm -hmm. never actually seen her like in any shows or anything like that. Uh but I can't she, recall. Yeah, I can't say that I've seen her in anything else. I'm about to look up her name really quick because she is quite good i really enjoyed her and she is kayla uh curran c-u-r-r-a-n plays lenore usher and i'm just going to click on some of the stuff that she's done um she has been in a few movies such as uh she's been in dr sleep oh yeah i can i will i did which is something that was in 2017 and Lego Star Wars movie. Um, but she is... Now, I have seen her, like I said, I've seen her in some commercials, but I haven't really seen her in a major role. But in House of Usher, she plays Lenore Usher. Absolutely amazing. She did a really, really good job. She really did. Yes. She did great. I loved it. Really great. I have to say, you know, Bruce Greenwood did a great job. He was my favorite out of all of them. The whole story is well done, considering that what you're doing is you're kind of just building up Edgar Allan Poe's stories and kind of weaving them into this new story. Yeah. And that was brilliantly it. done. I love that. They did an that's amazing. Another reason that I really, really love this this series. Yes, the writing on it is spectacular. So you need it really to come is. in there, kind of check that out. Um, just for the sake of the writing, just for that. And the acting was all really good too. Like mm -hmm. there wasn't anyone in there who I could say, well, like you're just a shit actor. No, they no, were it was really good. They were all really good. They all brought the game. They casted this really well. Yeah, um, they did. I can't gush enough about this series. So check it out. Is it on, it is on Netflix? There, I don't think there's any sign of taking it off anytime soon. I thought it said that it was a limited series. It is. So limited series means that, you know, they're not making any more after. Oh, okay. So, I thought it like, meant they were only going to be there for a little bit. <laughs> no, no. So they, I think it's eight episodes. And then after the eight episodes, that's it. So it's just a limited series. They're not going to do yeah. anything else with it. Um, 
So that's what that is. And again, it, it is eight episodes, but I think each episode is almost like an hour. So you yeah. really need a day. If you want to binge it, you're going to need the whole day. If not, give it a couple of days. It, mm-hmm. It's totally worth it. Very much. Absolutely enjoyed it. You need a jump on it. So follow the House of Usher. Brilliant. Uh, if you don't have a subscription, I'm not going to say borrow one, but maybe borrow one. <laughs> I don't think you can't borrow one anymore. I, you know, it's become so difficult. I don't even know what Netflix is doing with their stuff anymore. <laughs> are there any other shows? That, now, we are going to probably in probably next week's episode, we're going to do another Netflix series that we both very much loved. Uh, I, I know Roxy liked it way more than what I did. Uh, Roxy got into it quicker than I did. But, oh, yeah, bodies. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I really liked that one. I was like, "What is he talking about? Four episodes? That episode mm-hmm. one? I'm in." Yeah, because for me, it took four episodes to get into it, um, into bodies, and I was like, "Okay." But the storyline is good, so I stuck with it. And then after the fourth one, it just took off for me. Mm-hmm. Roxy was hooked on episode one. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say, so we'll we'll talk about that more on the next episode, but I will say this. <laughs> Raven, episode one, I was hooked. It was like, boom. Raven? You know, Raven. Well, not Raven. I'm sorry. Followed the House of Usher. Oh. I was, I hooked uh, immediately. Oh, yeah. Episode one, I was in. Episode one was just like done. And I have to give credit where credit's due. I would not have watched this if it wasn't for um, my bestie. We're out having dinner, and Sophia was like, you need to watch Follow the House of Usher. She's like, it is amazing. It is dark. It is twisted. It is right up your alley. You need to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I said I would, you know, like I always do. But then she texts me like, have you watched it yet? And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to watch this. She's really <laughs> she's, she's, re- she's really mad that I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> so I yeah, was like, okay. So I watched it, and I was like, damn it. She's right. This is really good. (laughs) This is really great. I was like, oh, my God. And then I binged it. And then I told Roxy about it. But I think Roxy had already kind of like caught on before I had told her about that one and was Mm -hmm. watching it. And it was Bodies who I told her about that. And then she she kind of got into that. But Mm -hmm. two, two series. I will say this. Bodies is good. For me, it was a little slow in the beginning, but it it was a great finish. Um, You know, Roxy. I think I liked it liked from it the, all beginning. the beginning all the way to the end type of thing. So next mm-hmm. episode will be Bodies, also a Netflix series, a uh, limited series too. I think there's also only eight episodes to that one as well. I think so, so. Yeah. So you do the eight episodes and you're done. So it's, it was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. And then we will get into other fun topics after that. But yes, yeah. we want to take a minute here though, because eventually... The new year, this year will end and then we'll usher in 2024. But good old Spotify sent us our wrap up. We're looking over our data and some of our accomplishments. Good old Spooksy. I know. And we gotta, (laughs) we gotta say we love our fans. All of you are amazing. We couldn't do it without you. We absolutely love y'all. Uh, thank you so much for all you do for us. Continue to share us, continue to like us, continue to love us because we'll continue to love you until we don't. But <laughs> it's like it's like we're dating. <laughs> right. We'll always be there until we're not. Until <laughs> <I'm> not. 
<laughs> like dating Roxy. You know, it's like <laughs> she's there until she isn't. <laughs> like, Very much. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sorry, you brought me McDonald's. I don't think Ew. so. <laughs> Ew, gross. No. <laughs> was don't like, call but, me again. No. But I, but I brought you the Happy Meal. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Comes with a little toy. It <laughs> is the grossest sentence I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> you don't you don't like the Happy Meals? No. Bet you love them. Come Halloween. <laughs> I don't go to McDonald's for anything. You didn't. You didn't even buy a boo bucket. Did not. Oh, the fuck, Roxy. Did not. I have all the boo buckets. I know you collected them all. I know. Forty-seven-year-old man driving up, being like, "I I need a Happy Meal, please." <laughs> <laughs> can i have those sprites and the chicken nuggies <laughs> right <laughs> rolling up looking at someone staggering me like motherfucker you know this is not your you real know child. dang well you are a liar sir <laughs> <laughs> i know okay i know <laughs> Amar is very much like, I, I want her. a Happy Meal right now. You said, said McDonald's? You said McDonald's. <laughs> Week car trip. <laughs> right? <laughs> Even Brutus is like, there's there's a Happy Meal? <laughs> See, look at this. Look at this. Like, Happy Meals? No, not for y'all. Maybe for me. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, let's say you saw Fall of the House of Usher and maybe you loved it. Maybe you didn't love it and you want to share those thoughts with us. You can do that at thevcrshow.com or email us to thevcrshow at gmail.com or you can check out us on Twitter and Spotify at the VCR Show and check out our YouTube channel, Duh, The VCR Show. <laughs> and if you want to maybe binge watch something with the lovely and beautiful Roxy, you can on her social medias, which are on Facebook at Roxy Perez Curvy Model, on Instagram at PopRox428, and on TikTok at the PopRox. And PopRox is spelled P-O-P-R-O-X-X. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, I'm Vada. And I'm Roxy. <laughs> You've been listening to BCR. Yes, Brutus, I'm Bye. aware you're there. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Uh, in the rapid you have been listening to vcr creative content by richard christopher vada and roxy perez logo by richard christopher vada with assistance from annie ramirez if you have any questions comments or concerns you can reach us at the vcr show at gmail.com or our social medias at instagram and twitter at the VCR show. And you can also check out our content at the VCRshow.com. The show song is Addict by Nefex Instrumental. And you can find them on YouTube Music Library. <laughs>